Blog Talk Radio. It's the Willie Will Show. Call in and speak your mind. Every Wednesday at 9, I swear that it's going down. Willie Will What's up, what's up, what's up? On my Martin shit this Wednesday afternoon. February twenty eighth, the last day of the shortest day of the year, of the shortest month of the year, the last day of Black History Month, February twenty twenty eighth, two thousand and eighteen. Coming to you live like we always do. Every Wednesday at nine. Will and Will show. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to be with everybody today. I don't think my man Will isn't going to make it today, and RC said he might be a little late. So we're just going to rock. We're just going to rock the mic solo tonight, be on my uh, star touring shit, and, and just see, what, see, see how the night goes, see how the night goes. Name of this episode is Wakanda Ain't Real. I wanted to put niggas behind that, but. Um, my last, the last uh, Outsiders Boxing Podcast was titled, had something with nigga in there, so I didn't want to go back-to-back niggas, uh, you know, had the people on it. So, you know, Wakanda ain't real episode. And uh, so, tell you about what's happening on my end. You know, it's, uh, as we all know, I've been very verbal about the woke movement, uh, that's followed. That's been following uh, the marketing of the Black Panther movie, a Disney movie uh, created by white men, uh, but pulled off by black people. Which I mean, you know, which is probably the story of America, owned by the white man, created by the immigrant or the slave, you know, whatever. But everybody's been woke and hyped. About that, so I didn't really go check it out once it started. I didn't want to be, I didn't want my money to go to just those first couple of week sales, just just to prove a point. You know, I did send my son and my dad there, so you know. But I did want to see the movie. Um, I watched every Marvel movie, but I just wanted to make a point to all these people dressing up like they're Africans now and doing all this. Everybody wants to go see the movie. And uh, you know that I wasn't a part of the foolery of the of the coon. I mean, not the coon, but of the woke marketing ploy. They weren't gonna get me with that. But what they did get me with was Black Panther, who is one of my favorite um, my favorite superheroes and has been for a while. You know, Batman and Black Panther are my favorite. Then the Hulk, and really uh, those two, they're probably A and B, one A one B not putting anybody in front in the Hulk at number two. So let's put that out there. So being February 28th, the last day, the last day of uh, Black History Month, I decided to go ahead and check it out. You know, my son's been waiting to tell me about the movie. Uh, been telling him to shut, shut the hell up. You know, he comes in there talking and wanting to talk about it, tell him, shut the hell up. Don't say shit about that movie till I see it. And he's been holding me down, man. So 
look forward to tomorrow to talking to him about it when we get up in the morning and I take him to school and uh, just see what his feelings were. But uh, I had to go see it today. I had to. Uh, like I said, last day of Black History Month, uh, my mom was able to pick up my son from school, so I had a little time time to myself to pull it off, and, and that's what I did. Uh, went to the AMC 30 out here in the barrio. Uh, shout out to my boy Charles Washington. Uh, he's a barrio baby. Uh, but uh, went out there, nobody in there except uh, me, some old white people, uh, an old Mexican couple, and a motherfucker with a baby. So I knew it wasn't going to be good. It wasn't going to be a good day. Uh, but I went in there anyway, and uh, and I sat through it. Baby cried nonstop, you know. I'm looking up, seeing what the hell is going on, a lot of shushing. But luckily, these movies these days are loud as hell. So whenever the action was going on, uh, I couldn't really hear the baby. You could just hear it in the background. But when it got silent, that's when you definitely can hear it. So, uh, you know, shout out to the la- uh, the Latina family, uh, the Latino family in the back with like two babies, uh, three kids, probably three kids under five with one baby that was uh, probably six to eight months whining the whole time. But let's get to the movie. Um, very hype. Uh, I want to start off by saying I give the movie a ranking of an A, an A, you know, it wasn't as hype as the last two movies that I saw. Which was it? Was was it uh, the, um, not the Teen Titans, the damn Avengers, right? The Avengers and Thor Ragnarok. Those two were better than this one. And the main reason is because these niggas out there couldn't act. Now, everybody's hype, everybody's been hyping the movie up as a great movie, and it is, and it is a great movie, you know. Um, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll go into it a little deeper, but it was a good movie, man. I, I felt where it was going. I felt the storyline. I felt everything they did. Um, but But the acting, the acting was terrible. Terrible T'Challa. He's, I mean, he's an all right actor, but it, like the other people, they weren't. It was, oh, it was terrible, man. They fixed Forrest Whitaker's eye, but they, but they couldn't fix the father's eye because it, it was that fucked up. But that's neither here nor there. That has nothing to do with, with what I'm talking about. But this movie could have been an A plus. Could have been the best movie of all time, maybe. You know, it had the, the build up for it. But the acting, the acting, man, it was terrible. And, you know, but I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the story of uh, young Eric Killamonger, um, cousin, uh, uh, a rightful heir to the throne um, of T'Challa, the Black Panther, coming from America after being uh, just abandoned by his Wakandan family for so long, uh, I mean, not coming coming to Wakanda after being abandoned by them for so long and whooping T'Challa's ass uh, to be the king. Um, a lot of backstabbing, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, action. It was it was actually, you know, 
every the, the director, I think everything the 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 look was good, the the action was good, the story was good, um, everything but just the acting was subpar to me. Um, so let me go back to uh, a minus because the acting was just it sort of was like come on man, are these people African or they? It seems like the African uh, accents were fake like a whole bunch of Will Smiths was out there, but I thought some of them were African. Uh, shout out to the main, the main, uh, the main chick of the store. She's pretty good looking African chick. She's got that, that thick African look, uh, not thick, but that, you know, that true African look. So, and she was looking hella good, very, very thick. I know I said thick, but about two or three times, but she was looking good. Uh, the ball chick, I don't know too much about that, but, uh, was that Alfrey Wooder? I don't know. I forgot whatever her name was. I don't think that was Alfrey Wooder. She was in the uh, she was in the the movie with uh with, with Luke Cage. She was in the Luke Cage show. But you know, they all did a good. They all did uh, all right job acting. But it wasn't it wasn't what I needed to be, man. Um, uh, Eric B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, he did a pretty good job. But his acting too is not. You know, I don't know, man. I think we might have got too hype. I don't think people are going to say it was uh, clown is acting just because of what what they thought it was going to, you know, all the hype it, it got. But the acting was a B minus at best. Um, but the rest of the story was an A plus. So I um, so I'll go ahead and give it an A minus, man. People are going to get mad, Sam Hayden, but it just is what it is, man. But I love the story, you know. I love Malcolm X, aka Killamonger. Um, you know, whooping ass, taking names later, but he didn't last that long. But uh, and 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 it was a good story. Like who was actually the bad guy? People are saying who was actually the bad guy. The bad guy is the nigga that wanted to kill everybody. People, you know, I know you felt some kind of way for um, Killamonger because because of his situation, because because of his background, because of his pectorials, you know. No, y'all want to feel him because of that, but he was the fucking bad guy. He was killing people. He'd been killing people. He shot fucking girlfriend in the head. That's, you know, but that's black people for you. They don't know what you think. My mama, she, I told her, don't talk to me about the movie. She was like, ah, you know me. I didn't know who, who was the good guy, the bad guy. But now that I've seen it, I'm going to tell my mama, hey, it was the nigga that shot his girlfriend in the head. That was the bad guy. I mean, come on. But you know, my mom, my mom being super pro-black, uh, she even understood that uh, it was all woke marketing. Uh, you know, so shout out to her, man. But uh, again, I love the movie. Uh, I, I'll check it out again uh, when it when I get a a nice copy on Cody. Um, me and my son definitely will talk about it. But but yeah, we'll just leave it there on that. Oh yeah! Before we get on that, they showed all the new, the new movies. Venom looked like it's about to be off the hook. Uh, what else did they had? They had the Deadpool. You know, I, it took me longer to watch Deadpool than it did, uh, than it did Black Panther because of all the hype. So we'll see. The first Deadpool, I admit, it was pretty good. I probably checked it out like three or four months later. It was pretty good. I'll give them uh, credit for that. So I'll probably check it out. 
similar to uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It took me a long time to watch the first one, but I did, and it was good. So I, I went ahead and checked out the second one, and I was pleasantly surprised. So Marvel is doing the most. Uh, shout out to Venom. Nobody wants to see an old ass. Uh, what's the ball of uh, Bruce Bruce Willis playing? Uh, the Death Wish guy, I forgot what his name was, but I used to watch that shit. It looks like it's too much color. Me, I remember watching Death Wish, and it was like it was always like cloudy outside, and the, you know it was real. It was a real dark film. This one, they're playing rock and roll and, and smiling and shit. I don't think that's the way it went, but you know it is what it is. So check check that out, man. Uh, looks like I might might be rocking solo today. But that's all good. I need to practice my skills anyway. Um, well, let's take it to something else. You know, we're still in the entertainment. We'll get serious at the end. Uh, but something in the entertainment field, uh, we'll keep it there. Uh, last night, uh, I stayed up, you know, came on at 9, so it's about this time. But, you, you know, if it's not Wednesday, I'm usually sleep at 8 o'clock. But I stayed up. Uh, last night, Tuesday night, to watch Unsolved, I believe it's called on B, uh, not on PT, on USA, um, Biggie and Tupac film, Unsolved Mysteries or something, um, where it's, it, that shit is, I mean, it's whack. In fact, it's real whack, but I think I'm going to give it a chance. You know, I think it's a miniseries, so it's only the first part where they're just sort of telling the story of where they're coming from. So this is, looks like it's coming from the police, the police's angle. There's like a, a story of the police back in 92, I think when it did happen. And then like 10 years or however, I guess it's 10 years later, maybe. So 2002, maybe this is a story about 2002 and a cop that got a task force that's going to try to solve the Biggie Smalls murder how it starts off as they're in L.A. looking to solve the Biggie Smalls murder. But I think, you know, it all comes back together with Pac. Um, they had one scene in there where these niggas was rapping, doing a little freestyle, Pac and Biggie. Oh, man, straight garbage. Uh, I don't know if those were real raps. The way they were saying it, it just seems so fake. The shit is weak. Um if it wasn't Tupac and Biggie, I probably wouldn't watch it. And to tell you the truth, I'm probably not going to check it out live uh, next time. But I probably will watch it just since I saw a little bit of it. Um, you know, the guys they got playing Pac don't look – I mean, I guess they don't have to look anything like him. But it don't really sound like him. It's sort of – you know, he dresses like him. That's about it. The guy that Biggie, he sort of sounds like him. He's a big, ugly nigga. He looks like him. But, you know, really I could be – Thinking when I think of Biggie now, I think of the guy that played him for some reason with the puffy afro. Uh, shout out to that guy. I forgot his name, but uh, it's a new guy. Uh, he's a big, ugly guy. He plays a role. Uh, he looks sort of like him, plays the role all right. It was all right, man. Uh, they got the one guy in there, the bald black guy. <sighs> what did he play in? I want to, I want to say he played in Tales from the Hood, if anybody remembers that. That movie, that was one of the when they were going and looking for the shit. But maybe he didn't. Uh, let's let's look it up real quick. It's called Unsolved. 
on uh, USA. Ain't Malik Yoakum, but he looked like he's the guy with the with the with the uh, with the crazy teeth. He played in the man. What movie did he play in? I don't know. He played uh yeah, Bokeem Wobin. Okay, so he did have a, a little crazy name like that. It's my man that played from uh. What the hell did he play in? What was his thing in back in the day? Best known for Jason's lyric. There we go in Strapped. There we go. Yeah, you know, he plays the same guy every time, pretty much. Uh, yeah, he was in life. He was the baseball player in life. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. There we go. That's my man. He did it. He, he's playing like the hip, the hip police. You know, it's sort of corny. Um I'm not really saying y'all should go watch it, but if you ain't got shit else to do, go ahead and check it out. It's all right. It's all right, man. But uh, I guess we'll get to the last subject of the day. Um, Just remember, before we get into that, Wakanda is not real, nigga. Please. Please stop it. All right? What kind of niggas are you? <laughs> oh man. But uh <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. Let's get a little serious on the last one. Uh we know there was a shooting a couple of weeks ago. Uh Florida High School, seventeen killed. Um Majority Stoneman Douglas High in Parkland, Florida, seventeen killed. A um, lot of lot of stuff. A lot of you know, a lot of uh, kids walking out, uh, kids protesting, a lot of stuff like that going on because of guns. And I don't blame them. But uh, there's a lot of talk about what should be done about the gun situation. And me. Uh, I'm not necessarily liberal or conservative. Uh, I'm a per-based guy. Um, I like to do stuff on just most of the time, not all the time, just on my knowledge of what's going on and being reasonable. Now, say that, you know, most of the time. Sometimes I'm not reasonable. I'm a human being, and I know it. And when I'm not being reasonable and I'm just doing stuff with my heart, I can admit it. I do it all the time on our boxing show, uh, the Outsiders Boxing Podcast that we do every Sunday. Uh, I like to keep it real. So when it comes to guns, man, you know, I think should we have guns? Probably, you know, I'm not really a gun nut uh, per se. Um, I don't really even like guns. Guns make me uncomfortable because they're, they're made for killing, and I'm not I'm not necessarily a killer. I'm a beast, but I'm no, you know, killing isn't really my thing, you know. So, you know, I shed a tear the other day when I had to flush, flush down a, uh, a one of the goldfish. You know, I'm a real sensitive guy, but I will do what I have to do at the end of the day. But you know, but with that said, people should have the right to gun, and uh, you know, I hear talk about, you know, making it harder on uh, making it harder to get guns 
for certain people. I feel that um, uh, making it, making magazine capacity, uh, making it where they can't make large, uh, high-capacity magazines for these guns, I feel that uh, not making it AK, uh, you know, I don't think that it is what it is. I, I could care less, you know, about the AK. But, you know, I'm really, the things that I really think we should do is, you know, do a lot of stuff, do a lot more with mental health, um, and really follow the rules. What what I have what I have seen is that the last couple of shooters, the protocol was done. You know, there was a uh, for the guy. I forgot the guy before then. He was uh, you know they just they come in droves, so you never really know what's up. But the guy that did something before was an ex-military, somebody that beat up his wife, so he shouldn't have got the gun if he was in the system. Uh, same thing goes with this, uh, the last shooter. We're, we're not mentioning niggas' names. They shouldn't get any love like that. But the last shooter, you know, FBI was called. I think people were calling on him and and and, and the protocol, and he was not fulfilled and he wasn't in the system. And so maybe... Maybe we need the maybe the system needs more rules, or maybe we just need to follow the rules. That's how it is, you know, in America. Period. Some people don't have to follow the rules, or or the rules do not apply to them. And that's what happened on these last two shooters. For some reason, the rules didn't apply to them, and they weren't caught in time to stop these massacres. So I agree with a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is making sense. But one thing that doesn't make sense is giving teachers guns. Uh, Teachers are there to teach, first of all. Um, And you need training. And like I said, you know, like I said at the beginning of this topic, you've got to be, I think, to kill somebody and to be just like that cutthroat, you've got to be sort of mentally trained and mentally ready. And I don't think you could do that. But, you know, I say that, I say that, but, you know, these, these uh, you never know. Some of these teachers would jump up like this, these kids. Some of them would do like uh, sheriff, uh, the sheriff did out there and stick around and wait for wait for backup, you know. Shout out to that pussy, Sheriff uh, Israel or Scott Israel, who sat out there, and uh, I think that's his name. Yeah, whatever his name is. Who, what, who I don't know, whatever his name is. He should have, uh, he, he, he sat out there and waited, and that's what some of these teachers would do. You know, I don't want, I don't want scary people with guns, period. And not saying that teachers are scary, they're not scary, but I don't think those aren't the people I want with the guns. You know, sometimes the teacher is going to have to catch an ass whooping from a student, and I don't want them to shoot the student. You know, some, what if uh, somebody goes crazy, slaps up the teacher, and takes the gun? There's a lot of things that can happen, I believe, with having, uh, you know, teachers with guns. A lot, a lot of them are women. A lot of teachers are women, and women are women aren't the really I mean, women are protectors, but they're not the protectors, if you get what I'm saying. No no 
side shots to women, but, you know, they're nurturers. They're supposed to be teaching these kids, loving these kids, uh, and they shouldn't have to think about that. They should be able to do this without thinking about somebody's coming into the school shooting and the pussies that's at the door with the gun are not coming to help. You know, I'm, I mean, I don't think that arming teachers is insane, but I just wouldn't do it myself. Uh, I just couldn't vote for that. I would vote against it if I had a vote. You know, I think the people in Briar County uh, voted for Broward County, voted against it, but the the city council or whatever, they voted for to have teachers carry guns. Um, I think we just had a teacher today or yesterday that actually shot the gun in the, in the class and got arrested. So these people are not trained. You see what a guy that was trained did. He did nothing. What happens if somebody comes in, busts in with the gun, and the teacher, she, he or she is shooting back, but they accidentally shoot one of the kids? Who's responsible for that? Is the, the, is the school going to get super sued? Are they going to get sued? Like how, you know, do you have to sign now? Or are they going to have to sign uh, paperwork that says your kid is going in there, and if if there's a shooting and they get shot by a teacher, it's not on them. All kinds of craziness, man. Guns don't belong in schools, period. And if they they don't belong there, but just to make sure they don't belong there, there should at least be two guns that are on campus, and those should be the fucking campus police. And that's it. And these guys got to be ready, and they can't be out here bullshitting and pussying around. Um, you know, I know a lot of teachers. I don't know if, you know, this is no disrespect to teachers. I think they've got a, a hard enough job as it is with as, as bad as parents are these days and, and, how, and how they're letting their kids just, you know, bring down America. But they've got too much going on. They don't need to have the gun. They don't need to be worried about that. The police should be worried about that. Maybe the principal. Maybe to be a principal, you need to have some kind of training, any kind of principal. So, yeah, maybe the principals need guns. Maybe. Maybe I can see that. But not the teachers. I don't want guns in in every room. You know, you never know what the hell is going to happen. These, these uh, teachers are getting knocked down. So they're selling drugs in school. They're, they're having sex. They're doing sex. So murder would be the next thing. Some teacher's going to have enough. The gun is right there. Come in, pop, pop, another one. So we don't need that. <clears throat> Keep guns to the professionals and make sure the professionals aren't pussies. That's what I want to end on on that. Again, when it comes to Keeping the school safe, we should keep the guns in the hands of the professionals, which is the police, and we should make sure that they're not pussy as police, a.k.a. holies. So, yeah, that's how we're going to end it today. Will and Wilts with your boy Willa. 
hosting a little solo show. I'm glad I got to do that. I need to work on my chops anyway. So uh, appreciate y'all rocking with me, those who did, those who have, those who will. Um, like my shit, like our shit, share it, write a little comment. That helps us out. But uh, be on the lookout for Outsiders Boxing Podcast on Sunday at uh, 2 p.m. Central. I think that's 2 Pacific, uh, 3 Eastern. Um, hosted by my boy R.C., co-hosted by yours truly as we talk boxing a lot of boxing to talk always big fight this weekend so uh appreciate y'all rocking with us rocking with me um we'll see y'all next time this is will and wilts we out